Welcome to Glass Onion Minute. I'm your host for this week, Clark Parkinson. Joining me is my guest, Alice Lauren. Hi, Alice. Hi, how are you? Doing good. For this minute, minute number 109, 109th minute from 1 hour, 48 minutes, 0 seconds to 1 hour, 48 minutes, and 59 seconds in. In this minute, we have Envelope and Breathiate That. Uh, Helen pulls the envelope out of the golden spiral, and then Blanc starts in on Miles's crap. Uh, and calling of the task for it. I was staring right at it. We don't have any new actors here, as we haven't for a while, but we do get some plot points. Uh, we get, you know, some very important moments. Helen does get that envelope, finally. She's been focusing in on it, and... Achilla nearly struck my Achilles' heel. But thank high heaven, at the last moment, I realized... What it teased my brain through this entire case. Inbreviate. Not a word. What? Can we just take a second and fully inbreviate this moment? It's not a real word. It kind of sounds like one, but it's just entirely made up. Now, reclamation, now, well, that, that is a word. But it's the wrong word. And we get to get her, watch her grab the envelope. She's, you know, she's crossed the finish line. She's got the prize. And then I, just as, if not more satisfying, is is Blanc just ripping into Miles for his, his total BS. Um, all of his uh, nonsense words that mean, just, like the art he's got around him that are supposed to sound impressive. But this place... It's the full reclamation of everything I've achieved up to now. This entire day. The pre they don't mean anything, or if they do, they don't mean what he thinks they mean. <laughs> uh, definitely some good humor out of this minute. Was there anything in particular that grabbed you? I am so baffled. I think I hate this minute because I'm so baffled as to... I mean, starting from the beginning, what do you mean she grabbed the envelope from behind the spiral? I'm watching this over and over again and i'm like where is that envelope hiding what what the, where did she reach into so <laughs> what am i looking at so right right next to the the picture is next to this um uh, is next to this spiral that is in front uh, or no the the there's like a wrought iron like spiral. I thought it was um, like a, a glass, uh, stained glass, but I think it's not. I think there's a wrought iron spiral. Uh, maybe there's a stained glass. And then there was like a spot behind it. And the center, which seems to be red, was in fact clear. And the envelope was hidden behind this stained glass piece in like... Um, you know, like a slot where it fit in behind it. And so it looked like the very center of that spiral was a little red box. But in fact, it was a little clear box that only looked red because the red envelope was stuck in behind it. You can kind of see it if you go to our last minute and look uh, next to the next to that that Polaroid when she starts looking at it. Um, that Polaroid is in a in a frame and in the frame is that golden spiral. And then 
yeah, it looks like there's a red dot, a little red square in the middle of that spiral, but it's not. It's just um, it's just a clear thing. And when she pulls the envelope out of the back, you can see that it goes white. So it's not. It's just like a. It's got white and like cream or a blue wouldn't and cream. The, like wouldn't the envelope be bigger than that square? Like. Oh yeah, yeah. The envelope is what's what really is. I guess weird is if that stained glass, then the you think the back would have like a envelope shaped dark patch, right? But yeah. it's in it's in the it's in. I guess because it, it's so bright in the room and there's yeah. no light coming in from outside, you don't see that. If you shined a flashlight in from behind it, you'd see it. Maybe during yeah. the day you could have seen it, but we didn't look at it. Um, but yeah, it's but it does all, look a little. But funny. it's all part of that frame. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah, I was kind of yeah, because it looks like she pulls the envelope out of a different place than what she's looking at. So I'm, but I'm kind of trying to yeah, it's because it it's because the envelope was like in a slot in the back of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, it's I mean it's neat having it come out of you know she takes in the very, the very center of his, you know, of his brain and the very center of his. Uh, his complex that he's built mm -hmm. is actually someone else's work. I guess it's blue, actually. When she pulls it out, that little square turns blue. Uh, yeah. So there must be like a little yeah, magic part trick. Of it is and then I don't maybe I don't understand the concept of shadows, but <laughs> the way I probably don't honestly. But the, when she's you know pu pulling it down in front of her face. And her face brightens as she's pulling it down. I don't know if that's if that makes any sense to me. Maybe it's Oh, it's because there's might um, be how light works and I'm stupid. When, when when she has the shadow in front of her, that shadow is the shadow of the envelope. Okay. And when she lowers it, she's lowering the envelope so that it goes from being at her, her eye hand. level to being lower than her eye level. Very dramatic, so more than I would expect. <laughs> the light that's on her face is the light that's reflecting off of that spiral yeah. and that Polaroid, okay, that which are very bright. So fair. there's a light from the room that's reflecting off of that yeah. and on her face. And also you see that like green and purple light from the neon glass on the inside. Yeah, sign. that's true too. Yeah. Okay, that's it true. Is, the light can be coming from there too. I was like, man, they really played that, that drama up there. It it does work, but it's it's it is very dramatic lighting and it yeah. might give you pause if you don't if you're like you have my take out it's like, wait, where how is that where's that coming from again? Yeah. Um yeah. Uh yeah, that there that is the 2001 moment I was thinking of. When you see the that is almost like a cuz we're getting a bit of a sting. It's not like a the spoke Zarathustra sting, but there is a there is a sting in the music uh that is also, you know, see she has this has dawned on her that reminded me of the uh the light uh hitting the like if I recall this right, like the light hitting the ape's face uh, from over the edge of the black obelisk in 2001 to the beginning. Um, uh, you know, she's had this realization and she's holding the, the thing that means everything. Um, yeah. And then that's like the first like 20 seconds. And then we go to Blanc and Blanc is having his, it, the, the music like totally cuts out. Yeah. Uh, and we get to Blanc talking about the, the thing that's been bothering him this whole time, but now he realizes it, and it's abbreviate. 
yeah. But now I can't wait for the next minute because I'm like, well, this clearly, you know, it's great that he's ripping into this dude, but I want to know, okay, what does this have to do with anything? And that's what's a little bit aggravating, <laughs> you know, is like, okay, why? Okay, these words, what, you're just making fun of him? What's up, you know? Yeah, I just, I just like seeing him. I honestly just like seeing him rip into, rip into Miles. I, oh, sure. Because this, this was bothering me the whole time. Like, he kept saying... And I got the the idea was that, you know, Miles is a full-of-himself tech... He's mm-hmm. an Elon Musk. He's a full-of-himself tech mogul who doesn't really grasp the the meanings of the things that he's talking about. He doesn't really understand any of the systems that he is trying to disrupt. Uh, he doesn't really understand the people who work for him. He doesn't really understand what they understand, even though he wants to pull their strings and make them do what he wants. Um, he needs everybody around him desperately, and he has no appreciation for that. He has no idea what's going on, really, but yet he wants to be the person who's making everything happen, and he's he's just so full of himself. And it was really nice to to have, uh, you know, Blanc doesn't pretend to be an expert in in anything but his own stuff, what he does, but he uh, but he can see enough and he has no trouble calling him on his on his bs mm-hmm. and that is that is nice to see uh and also that when he starts doing it everybody else starts going you know what he's like he starts talking about you know um you know that's not what reclamation means it's the wrong it's the wrong word um occasionally you get like everyone else's face while he's doing it and mm-hmm. they're kind of going oh yeah Oh yeah, that doesn't abbreviate's not a word. <laughs> like, like there is kind of a uh, kind of a sound of glass breaking. Oh, this is what this is. Uh, realization that oh yeah, yeah, I've been letting myself get lit around by a total buffoon this whole time. Like they're really realizing it. It's it is a it is a emperor has no clothes moment that mm-hmm. I also really enjoy. Yeah, and I mean. As you see, kind of in that a flashback. I think it was the, I want to say the abbreviated thing when he's when they're you know wel- being welcomed to the island and everything. And yeah. Blanc is so far behind him too, by the way, that you know, the fact that he's picking up on things and you can see how far away Blanc is from him. Also, that set does not like it doesn't look like sort of it doesn't really look like that's like in a real place. It almost looks like just like some, you know staged background behind him like there's no ocean or whatever behind him i don't know i mean i i know we've, we've seen it you know previously i'm sure they took them to oh when he's on when he's on the beach and he's welcoming them yeah yeah you get i think they're coming in from the beach and he's got like the he's got his compound behind him um i might have been the other one like but, where you have like the, the water is behind him and i'm like that doesn't look like real water but <laughs> yeah, I'm not sure. I know at least definitely part of this was filled out. And you get a little, you know, a little piece at the very end where you see him in the, in the onion. You see him in where, where Janelle Monet is now, only it's bright outside. And so there's like a wall of blue behind him because the glass has the blue sky behind it. So you see that. That said, yeah, there really isn't much else in this minute. 
<laughs> we get good, really important moments, but I feel like what's remarkable about these moments is the release of the tension that we've had so far. You know, finally, she's been looking for the envelope this whole time. Finally, she's got it. Uh, he's been bothered by Miles's, you know, uh, BS so long. And finally, he's, you know, cutting loose. Uh, and and that's going to, f- yeah, that's only starting in this in this minute. We're going to get more of that in the next minute. And that's kind of it. We get a good shot of the the guests and what you were talking about a couple minutes back about this is not the way people stand. I just imagine they're like, put, go in a V formation. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Another V like they were before. He's walked through and they've, they've turned again. So you Make have Make sure we can see all of you. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm yeah. going to play right now. And it just reminds me of when they're like, no, we can't have you all in a line. You got to stagger forward, you know? You gotta, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, I do see I, what you mean too. I just was looking at that shot where he's he's behind Miles while Miles is talking. How did he hear? Just yeah, sort of yeah. I'm very really yeah. loud, but still, yeah. Like he is quite yeah. far Block back. Block is very him. observant. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. And, then and you, you see, see his the... stupid floating dock, <laughs> <laughs> right? And you see the is, it, is this what you meant by the Ronald McDonald paintings? I saw this initially. I'm like, all these are like him as like Bob Ross, you know, but like. Clown Bob Ross paintings. Yeah, there's them. yes. Uh, just next to, just we're, next we're to three. that painting of like him being shirtless and cut. He looks yeah. like Wolverine. Just next to that, like a, above, um, above Whiskey's head. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know the actress's name, but above Whiskey's head. Yeah. yeah, there's, there's yeah three paintings of ronald mcdonald and that's a is that, is that really ronald that's a McDonald's? riff on a famous painting that looks like um, for some reason the guy who did the the, the the soup cans i don't know for some reason that's kind I of i think i think the original or this might be kind of interesting that yeah they're uh you're thinking of uh warhol andy warhol yeah. uh the soup cans and also marilyn monroe yeah i think it's kind of a mashup mm-hmm. of like warhol with another there's another famous painting that that's a riff on it's one of those words where it's like it's a they have some famous works of art in here or riffs on famous works of art in here. And that's one of them. But I don't know. I don't know that work hmm. that it's that it's playing with. Yeah. Um, oh, three studies of George Dreyer uh, by Francis Bacon. Um, and but they put that in. Ronald McDonald instead. Yeah. It's, I don't know if it makes any sense. Um, I guess there's a, there's a McDonald's also has a birdie. Yeah. I don't the birdie, the early bird. Uh, yeah. It's just a, just a goofy thing. It's again, one of those things that I feel like, I don't know if miles put it up there because he was trying to make a statement or if he thought, Hey, this will make a statement. Or if he thought, Hey, there's an expensive painting that everyone says is good. I'd like something like that, but make it capitalism. And, (laughs) and so, yeah, we'll do it like Ronald McDonald instead of, you know, this man's deceased uh, lover who he was trying to get over with by, by painting him and considering his face in different weird ways. Um, yeah. Yeah, just 
<laughs> you said Francis Bacon. That reminds me of an anecdote that I read when someone said, oh, you know, when I was a kid, someone said, you know, knowledge is power, Francis Bacon. And then they thought that it was like, <laughs> they literally thought that it was knowledge is power, France is bacon. And they would Francis just nod bacon. and be like, yes, yes. <laughs> yeah, no, sure, no, no. sure. Francis yeah. Bacon. I don't know. That's very, I didn't even know that was a painter, so that's very funny to me. But. Oh, is it different, different Francis Bacon? No. But yes. Uh, yeah, different, different Francis Bacon. So the, That's um, hilarious. Uh, yeah. Um, different uh, Francis Bacon. What are the odds? The Francis, uh, Francis Bacon. There's a, there's an, there's an Irish British painter named Francis Bacon, oh. and then there's um, Sir Francis Bacon, who was like a seventeenth. No century um, <laughs> lord yeah he was uh like a, a contemporary of um of shakespeare like 16th 17th century um yeah there's there's uh, if you watch um oh man anonymous uh he's not the one anonymous but anonymous is is a movie about um conspiracy theories yeah. concerning who who actually wrote Shakespeare, oh, um, yeah. and Bacon isn't the one that that he uses, um, but yeah, Bacon is the one that's been suggested. That's um, contemporary, huh? Uh, uh, Roland Emmerich. It's a it's a it's a dumb classist uh, conspiracy theory that <laughs> Shakespeare couldn't. So no 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 simple country bumpkin could have written uh, brilliant uh, works of literature. It must have been someone, someone rich and well schooled. Uh, and for some reason, Roland Emmerich buys into this. It's like like very few actual scholars of of any like merit mm-hmm. argue that. But uh, there's folks. And one of the premier uh, suggestions for a long time has been has been Francis Bacon actually Shakespeare. So yeah. That's a Francis Bacon from like the 16th, 17th century, and then there's also Francis Bacon, a a British Irish painter from uh, like early 20th century. Like I think the the painting in question is from like the like 40s or 50s. Um, yeah, but yeah, just. Two two famous dudes named Francis Bacon, uh, yeah. But that's that I've reached the limit of all I know about the later. I could talk about earlier Francis Bacon, but I've reached the limit of what I know of later yeah. Francis Bacon. Uh, I, other than that, he was a, a painter. I've heard that name before, and and that's one of the paintings I looked up when I saw the Ronald McDonald one because I was mm-hmm. like, well, that's a thing. Um, yeah, and that's one of the ones. It's like a riff on a real painting. I think there are a few more in there. Again. Not my. Bacon, I'm not an art person. <laughs> like, and his last name was Bacon, and he did a a a, a burger. Person. Well, no, the, uh, the original not, one not the was original, just of his. Yeah. Oh yeah, I mean, yeah. like they thought, yeah, maybe we'll do something with food because the dude's name was Bacon. Yeah, like, yeah. McDonald's yeah. instead of should have been IHOP. Um, what are the like they are like Denny's like a like a rootin' tootin' breakfast of uh his of the dude's face. Oh my god. Uh, <laughs> I have him on a piece of toast, yeah. <laughs> I, think, I think with that, I've reached the end of yeah. things I have to say about this minute. Um, I will say, I think by accident, reclamation right might be the right word for Miles' Island. Talking about this, like, 
reclamation as a term for taking things that seem or are potentially disruptive, but actually just capitalism coming and making them part of the system. You know, like someone tries to do something um, disruptive and interesting and new that might throw the system out of joint, and instead the system just absorbs them into the system and they become part of it. Uh, I think like one of the best examples of that is, um, you know, the uh, uh, I'm, I'm mad as hell and I'm not going to take it anymore. Yeah. Uh, uh, famous scene from, from network. If I recall right, that movie ends like by the end of it, he, he gets, he gets a show. Or even possibly well before the end of it. Uh, it's been a lot network. He gets like a show where he, that's like his catchphrase, you know? So they, they take someone who's, you know, trying to actually break the system. They're, mm-hmm. They've been beaten down by system and, and, and they're, they're done with it and it sucks. He wants to break it. And the system just absorbs him into it. He gets a show and it, it robs the, what he said of any real meaning. And before you know it, it's just one more one more bauble that capitalism will sell you. In that sense, reclamation kind of works as what this island is the is a symbol of. It's what Miles does. He takes things that are maybe potentially disruptive, maybe, and then just absorbs them in. He himself is maybe potentially, or at least the people around him are potentially disruptive, but he just absorbs them into the to the system and they just become part of it and and none of it ends up actually making a big change or meaning anything even like the fuel that he that he is um that he wants to use that's super dangerous and it's a very poor idea but uh, even that maybe with enough study and enough work it could be turned into something that really could you know be disruptive it really could be like free energy for everybody but he messes it up because he's too interested in making lots of money and making a big splash right now. And he's only thinking about himself and, and just, it just becomes one more, one more thing. In this case, a failure. Uh, Cause he, he does a poor job with it. He manages it so poorly. And what was the other word? That's totally wrong. Um, Imbreviate, yeah. is the is not a word at all. Yeah, I don't think. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, I'll yeah. yeah, I don't know. <laughs> no, just I just he means like just like breathe it in, I guess. But I guess oh, oh, breathe it, it oh, in. Imbreviate. Im- I thought it was like im, like like abbreviate, but im. Oh, like make shorter. No, yeah, no. He's he's like just imbreviate this moment. Like imbreviate. breathe it in. But I guess oh, breathe yeah. it in doesn't sound. Fancy enough, I do. I, I love say, that. I That's do kind cool. of like. I do kind of like and breathe the eight, even though he says it like it's a real thing. He sounds like a doofus. I do kind of like and breathe the eight. It has, it has a uh, uh, a certain crumulence to it. Uh, I can, I can go for it. Uh, but uh, yeah, it, it, he does have several of these throughout, and he it really does sound like a like That's a like a doofus like, before long. Oh, what, what, what am I even seeing on the internet now? Like. Oh man, I mean, if you can imagine the scream that I scrumped, you know. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. It's sort of a slipped version of the past tense of scream. Yeah. It's cool. <laughs> well, my question for you for Thursday. We talked a little bit about this, I think, before. Are you 
we're talking about like what other things Ryan Johnson has done. Yeah. Have you seen other Ryan Johnson movies, other things by this director, or things that you I, you're I, a fan I, of? I don't think I have. I mean, I, I'm trying to look, and I don't really think so. I mean, I know Poker Face. Besides is Knives Out, the newer, yeah, the newer show. Um, but yeah, I haven't seen that. Um, I know I. I don't think I've seen any other. Yeah, I don't think I've seen. I've only seen one Star Wars, <laughs> and I don't think it was that <laughs> one. Um, but I. What did I see? Which Star Wars did I see? A very late one. I know that. Um, Shout out to the podcast that I did many, many years ago um, about Star Wars, and I had never seen it, and the first one that I saw was, like, a later one, where I was like, oh, so I don't know anything about what originally happened. You know? I mean, I do, because, <laughs> right, because spoilers get around, of course. Oh, yeah, nothing is standing out to me as something that I've seen. Of course, I've heard of Looper, I've been on... A lot of the time travel kind of podcasts, and I love time travel stuff. Um, some of my some of my favorite shows and everything, um, as well. But yeah, I don't think there's any other Ryan Johnson stuff. I mean, is he? I think you you were telling me the other day um, that some of these things like Brick, things like maybe Brothers Bloom, like they're things that. Um, are mystery in themselves. Like, is he? A, does he yeah, he be has a, a weird director for this. Like, I was kind of thinking, is there another director that could do Knives Out better? Is he a weird choice for this? Now he he does have a uh, a love of um, a love of movies that have a a a turn or, or movies that that twist end turn. You know, which really works well for for Brick because it's a it's a it's a neo noir and noir is. You know, some of the hallmarks of noir are like um, kind of gray anti-hero-esque uh, protagonists and plots with lots of twists and turns where things seem to get, you know, flipped upside down and and, uh, and there are lots of inversions. And then The Brothers Bloom is about, you know, con men, so that works well for there. And Looper has the, I don't want to get too much of the exact details of the plot but you know that that also has some like that works there that is kind of one of the features of his star wars movie the last jedi has you know also like twists and turns and and reversals of fortune uh and then obviously both knives out and glass onion have that so i would say there's a because of that because of the reversals of fortune there is a mystery element or at least a surprises happen i think the difference between uh ryan johnson and jj abrams who did the of the recent trilogy he did the middle one and abrams did the first one and the last one so abrams did star wars um seven and nine and he did eight that was in the middle of them uh Abrams is very big on the mystery box. At the very beginning, he gives you a mystery that you're supposed to ask. Well, what is this? You know, who are who are Ray's parents, or you know, what is going on with this? And then, by the time he's answered that question, if he ever does, there are a bunch of new questions that he wants you to ask and find out. And there's not Ryan Johnson is not so much into mystery boxes, like. 
a thing that you're really trying to figure out. You're just trying to figure out what happens next. What's going to happen next? What's going to happen next? And his goal is to, I think, at least to some extent, keep you guessing as to what might happen next. Um, So more like that, more like there are lots of twists and turns and less that there is a particular mystery. The mystery is like, what happened or what's going to happen? Then as opposed to like, you know, who were Ray's parents? Um, uh, Who, you know, who put us on this? on this Island or whatever. And there's definitely a mystery for these, you know, who killed this person and you're trying to figure that out. Um, and try, you're waiting for the movie to eventually reveal it to you. But I think the real fun here is in all of the, the twists and turns along the way, uh, as opposed to just the hoping for a clever reveal. Well, yeah, I would say if you're unfamiliar with other stuff, check it out. Yeah. I, I mean, if you, if you want to watch more Star Wars, uh, his is definitely, um, it's somewhat controversial whether you like it or not. Uh, it, it got a lot of pushback from, uh, from the kinds of fans I don't, I don't want to have a lot of conversations with. Um, but I think, um, I think, I think Looper and, and Brick especially, have a lot of fans. I haven't heard as much about Brothers Bloom, but uh, and obviously Knives Out and Glass Onion are, I I I love them both, and I'm looking very much forward okay. to more Blanc. I wonder what someone like a like a Kenneth Branagh would have, you know, brought to this movie. You know, it's interesting to me. Yeah, I'm curious. I I know. I mean, it probably was starring Kenneth Branagh. Uh, <laughs> I I I at least kind of like uh, his um, his his take on on Poirot, and he's a he's a talented director and yeah. and uh, and and actor. And I would be curious. I could definitely see Kenneth Branagh making an appearance yeah. in one of these. That would be really fun and to it's do. It's so important to have like that that comedy aspect of it. I mean, it's what I say about. I think the the Marvel movies as well is just having some of that comedy and I think God they I mean to go on a complete tangent I'm happy they brought that into like Thor and Iron Man and all that stuff but I think it's just it's so important with some of these maybe more heavier um heavier movies to have some of that that lightness that comedy I mean Blanc himself be so funny oh yeah too. yeah yeah for sure you need a, a- to keep a franchise interesting and to keep, um, to keep especially this kind of like murder mystery, mm-hmm. you know, fun and engaging, you have to have some, some funny characters as well as jokes. Like humor has to be in the situation and in the, in the way that characters do as mm-hmm. well as, you know, specific moments or, or lines yeah. that are funny. Yeah. Yeah. I think so. All right. Al, is there anything else you would say about this minute? I think I've complained so much. Um, <laughs> put in my I think we're all right. Let's let's find out why he's taking him down. Let's find out. Yeah, tomorrow. let's we'll get to, get to the <laughs> more of more of being into it. Yeah, the next minute. Well, thank you very much for joining me, Alice. Alice, would you like to plug anything before we go? Any projects or social media? Yeah, um, my Twitter is at Pod Socialite. TikTok is Podcast Socialite, and Facebook is Alice Lauren. Hit me up. Let me know where you heard me. I'd love to chat with you. 
Excellent. Thank you very much. And you can find us on Twitter or X uh, at Glass Onion Min, all one word. Please rate, review, subscribe to Glass Onion Minute on your podcatcher of choice. Goodbye, Alice, and we'll see you tomorrow for our next minute, minute 110.